Welcome to Season 1, Episode 9 of the Echo Corpus Christi Podcast, the podcast featuring Corpus Christi's creators, makers, doers, and builders. Daniel Benavidez is our guest on today's episode. Daniel is a Corpus Christi area native who was born on Christmas Eve. By day, Daniel manages logistics for an oil and gas company. By night, Daniel and his partners plan, organize, and run the Corpus Christi Comic Con and Somewhere Texas Apparel. Daniel's passion for Corpus Christi shines through in this episode as he discusses his two ventures. We recorded this episode at the Sushi Room in the Water Street Market as Daniel and his son Liam are working at the American Bank Center to get ready for the third Comic Con, which runs Saturday and Sunday, June 29th and 30th, 2019. You can buy tickets at corpuschristicomiccon.com. This year's guests include Dean Kane, Stanley and Oscar from The Office, two Power Rangers, and many more. It's great entertainment for the whole family, and in this episode, you'll get a little peek behind the scenes of how it all began. Let's visit with Daniel. Well, Daniel Benavidez, welcome to the Echo Corpus Christi podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, we're, we're really glad to talk to you today. So, I know that you've got a couple of exciting events coming up, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. But first, we like to hear from the guests their Corpus story. So, how'd you get to Corpus? What's your Corpus background? Yeah. So I was I was born here, uh, okay. 1982, Christmas Eve. Uh, so very special. Uh, <laughs> yes. I uh, and I've, I've but I grew up in Robstown. Went to school there. Graduated from there. And I've worked in Corpus since I was 19 years old. Okay. So I'm 36 now. I'll be 37 soon. And so I've worked in Corpus more than half my life. So it's it's fun. I love it here. Married in a family? Yes, I married and I, we have two kids. I have a nine-year-old and a three-year-old. Two boys, Liam and Luke, and they are uh, they're they're my boys, man. I love them. Awesome. Well, I'll go ahead and tell the audience that we're recording at the sushi room, and Liam is actually here with us, and he has done his own version of an Echo sketch, which yeah. we will put out on the Echo Instagram page in a little while. Um, we're excited to have an extra guest on the show, yeah. so thank you for bringing Liam. As a as a Christmas Eve baby, how did your family manage your presence between your birthday being on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day being another day for gifts? Yeah, you know it's 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 always been a, a fun juggling experience. You know, we I get to open up obviously a present on my birthday. Okay. We would open up the rest on Christmas, and I have an older brother and a younger brother. I'm the middle child, so that in itself probably explains a lot as well. <laughs> so they would also, if I allowed them to, get to open up a present mm-hmm. on my birthday. And so I was a good brother, so I, I would usually let them. But yeah, it's it's always been a, a fun experience. Sometimes not so much. The year the year that it snowed, back in '04 or something, okay. I uh, I was at home, mm-hmm. and it actually snowed on my birthday. Okay. And so, the whole day goes by. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of having fun. In the evening, we're in the backyard, myself and my entire family, and we're playing in the snow. Sure. And then I say out loud. Wow, what a great, uh, what a great birthday gift! <laughs> and then all of a sudden, everybody just stops what they're doing, right? And they all look at me in unison, and they just yell, uh, "Happy birthday!" <laughs> they had all forgotten it was my birthday, sure. and I get it. You mm-hmm. know, it hadn't snowed since my mom was a child, right? And so, but I never let them live it down in uh, the year that they forgot my birthday. Also, of of. Another sad story about when it snowed. Uh-huh. So it snowed uh, 2017. Right. In December, again. Okay. So when it snowed, 
I actually got really sick. I had oh, I had an attack at work, uh, and I had to go to the hospital oh, and have surgery. The day it snowed, mm-hmm. I was in a hospital room, and so I missed <laughs> I missed my right. kids seeing snow for the first oh, time. My goodness. So anytime something bad happens to me, it snows. Right. Okay, so you have, you, yeah. you're the only person in South Texas who doesn't want to see snow. In exactly. South There's just so many bad sure. memories with it, oh, and it was it was it was it was horrible because. My wife has uh, sent me a couple of pictures of my boys and their reaction to seeing right. snow for the first time. And it was just so sad. And here I am in this hospital room. <laughs> I can't get up from my bed. I just had surgery. And my nurse comes in. She's like, you can kind of see the snow from your, ro- from your window. Right. And I'm like, no, I can't. No. Don't patronize me. Please leave. <laughs> and so It's not the same. Right. Uh, but it was fun. It, you, know, you know, it was great. I got to see uh, snow in New York uh, back when my wife and I got married we went to New York for our honeymoon okay. and it was snowing there and, and that was a lot of fun but. so did y'all decide to go somewhere like New York for your honeymoon because you grew up at a beach and you decided let's go somewhere <laughs> where it's at a beach or yeah it- right so I, I, I love I love cities and, and uh, metro areas and okay. stuff like that and, and New York was always a destination spot for okay. my wife and I and my wife used to work for a company where this company would gift their employees a trip, a trip voucher. That sounds awesome. And it was very awesome. <laughs> we got to go. We actually went to New York three years in a row because of this voucher. We sure, were, why not? We were actually going to go to California the second year, but something happened and we had to change. Okay. The event that we were going to got canceled last minute, so we had to change our plans. Oh. And by we went to New York and we had we had a blast. Mm-hmm. We went we went in January, February. And then July. We were there for 4th of July. And it was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. That is a lot of fun, for sure. So where else have you gone that have been exciting trips with your wife? Um, Out of Texas, just New York. Okay. Well, we went to Disney World last February. Okay. We went to Disney World last February. We took our boys, and it was awesome. It was awesome. It's, it's, not everybody gets to go, and I was super blessed and fortunate to get to go. I'm, I didn't go when I was little. Right. I went my senior year in high school with the band, okay. with the high school band, uh, but I remember very little of it. Right, right. Uh, being able to do that for my family, my wife and I were super excited. Sure. We went to Disney World, all four parks. We went to Universal for two days. We went to Disney Springs. I mean, we really mm-hmm. did it up. Oh, that's great. And it was a lot of planning, which my wife did all of the planning, and she was amazing at it, and it was a lot of fun. We want, so my wife turns, older. She, she turns older this year. It's a significant age. She's, younger, she's six, seven years younger than I okay. am. So she's turning a new age, uh-huh. she, another decade. So we're trying to do something special. Sure. We actually were planning a trip to Disney, just her and I. Okay. But while we were planning, we both looked at each other and said, we feel really bad that we're not taking the kids. <laughs> and it was really depressing. Sure, it was sure. really, de- so. We were like, you know what? Let's let's go somewhere else, right? Because it just it didn't. I don't know if it would have felt the same. And so, we uh, we're planning to possibly go out of the country. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. But I want to do something cool for her birthday. So we'll That'd see. That'd be very exciting. Yeah. So does she still have the job where she gets the travel vouchers? No, okay. no. She left that years ago, and we actually stopped doing it because it wasn't cheap. But it was it was it was a lot of fun, and it was a great job. And she moved on. She was a. Uh, 911 dispatcher for about a year. Oh, wow. That's I was intense. happy she left that job because it was 
very intense. I mean, you're talking to people on their worst day. Right. And you're doing that every day. Right. Every hour, every minute. It's just, it was intense. Uh, hats off. I have a lot of respect sure. for police officers, for 911, uh, for dispatchers. I have a lot of respect for those people in that field because it's very stressful. And I have, I have a lot of respect for them. Yeah, that's an amazing job for yeah. sure. So what is it that you do on a day-to-day -day basis for your regular work? Yeah, so I work for an oil and gas company. Okay. We repair and sell control and relief valves for oil companies. I work in the shipping and receiving department. I'm a warehouse coordinator. Okay. Uh, it's super exciting, I know. Uh, <laughs> and you're, I, you're in logistics? <laughs> yeah, I'm in logistics. Uh, I'm a logistics uh, development organizer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, I deal with boxes. Yeah, I've been doing that for six years. Okay. It was six years in March. Since I've been there, we were sold two and a half years ago. Okay. And it was crazy because it was the first year of the Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. It was actually the month before the Comic-Con. Oh, my word. So I, my stress level was insanely high. It was insanely high. I actually ended up getting shingles like a year later. Oh and if you've never had shingles, it's like adult chicken pox. Right. And picture someone stabbing needles in your side and stomach all day. Uh, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It right. was horrible. It was horrible. And so I needed to de-stress quite a bit. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was a learning experience. Mm -hmm. And the company that we're with now, we do the same thing. Nothing's really changed. Just a name outside the door. Okay. It's a great company. It's based out of Poland uh, as our parent company. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, it's good, man. I, I've been fortunate. It's allowed my wife to be a stay-at-home mom and pursue the things that she's wanted She's wanted to do. She recently started doing photography about a year ago. Oh, good. And she's... Uh, she expects me to say this, but I mean it. She's, she's, <laughs> she's really good. Uh, she's booked. Uh, she's a wedding photographer. Okay. And portraits and, and she's booked uh, several weddings and she's fantastic and she's kind of making a name for herself yeah. here in Corpus and, and the surrounding areas and she's super talented and I've always known she's talented that's one of the reasons I fell in love with her mm -hmm. and uh, she's great man and so she's she's doing her thing so do you find when she wants when she books a wedding does that leave you in charge at home or do y'all go kind of crash the wedding as, uh, <laughs> as her plus one and two and three yeah right no I wish no uh, we have very uh, accommodating uh, in-laws and parents okay. that are able to watch my kids, and and it works, man. You know, we. I told her, I said, I, you have my full support in doing this. I said, let's hit awesome. it hard for a year, and we'll see where we're at. And she's growing, man. I mean, she's leaps and bounds, and she's getting better every single day, and it, it's paying off the work she's awesome. put into it. I think anytime you can do something you love, not a lot of people get to do that right. as a full-time job. And when you do and you find joy in it, that's, you know, it's priceless. That is so very so. true. Very, very true. So I imagine being in the home with you and your entrepreneurial endeavors inspires <laughs> her to some extent. So let's talk a little bit about, yeah. we'll talk about Comic-Con in a minute, but, and we know that show's coming up here this weekend, but I'd, I'd love to hear about Somewhere Texas, yeah. your apparel company. How did that get started? And What's your grand vision for, for Somewhere Texas? Yeah, so we, we started Somewhere Texas Apparel, golly, a few months ago. And it's been a, it's been a slow start 
mostly because it was kind of, I'll be honest, it was, I'll let's see what this turns into kind sure. of thing. And the reason for that, so I'll kind of give a little history. My wife and I had an apparel company back in like seven years ago, eight years okay. ago. And it was just heavy. There was a lot, a lot of moving gears. Mm -hmm. We were very green to the business. I didn't have a big passion for it. So it had some minor success, but then we just kind of stopped. Fast forward to 2019, and there are so many different things out there to help you start a business, whether it's websites, other companies. And so there are fulfillment centers where if you create a t-shirt, this fulfillment center, when someone orders from your website, they will print and ship the item for you. Oh, that's really nice. Which is awesome. Sure. It is awesome. So I don't have to carry any inventory. Mm -hmm. And I only print a shirt when it sells. And the customer is getting a very high quality product. And that was one of the reasons why I started Somewhere Texas Apparel because I figured, hey, it could be something, it could be nothing, but I want to try it. I love Texas. Sure. I've lived here all my life. I, all my friends are here. I met my wife here. Mm -hmm. I love Texas, you know, and anytime I can pay respect or appreciation of that i want to do it and i did it in t-shirt form so what we do is we take the names of cities mm -hmm. and shape them into texas okay so you have the words corpus christi and it forms texas and it's different mm -hmm. uh, i like it it's cool i partnered up with a graphic designer buddy of mine his name is gunner Cantu okay. out of san antonio and he worked with me on my first t-shirt endeavor and I've known him for a long time. He's actually helped out with the Comic-Con. Okay. He was our designer, and he actually created our logo and our look oh, wow. first year, so he's very talented. Mm -hmm. And I actually got to marry him and his wife about a year or two ago. That's so awesome. we, we, we have a great relationship, great partnership. I can't draw. <laughs> uh, I draw stick figures. Fair enough. And so, so, so And so he's my designer. Mm -hmm. I kind of run ideas by him, and. You know, if they're not good, he'll tell me. So, so he's very honest, uh, but he's he's insanely, insanely talented. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, I feel like we make a great team. And so we kind of pushed it a little uh, after the Comic-Con is over. We'll kind of breathe life into it. Okay. He's starting to help out with marketing and and stuff like that. And so, see, you know, since my wife is a photographer, she's taking some photos That's for really us. Awesome. And it's, it's been pretty cool, man. Mm -hmm. and, and I love it. And it's called Somewhere Texas Apparel. Our website is somewheretx.com, okay. so you can go and buy t-shirts now. Awesome. Where do you see, do you see the business Somewhere Texas Apparel growing beyond t-shirts, maybe into, you know, other swag, hats, and oh, whatnot? Oh, man, absolutely, okay. absolutely. I love hoodies. I'm, I've never been a hat guy. I might start wearing it. I grow, I'm growing up my beard, so <laughs> I have a weird-shaped head, uh, and so I think hats might look okay on me now. Okay. But yeah, definitely, man. Hoodies, long sleeves, baseball tees hats, whatever, you know, anything that I think people would enjoy, uh, we're definitely open to it. Sure. So, Is there somebody in town that you'd be interested in collaborating with to do a kind of a somewhere oh, Texas buy somewhere else? Man, absolutely. So I become friends with uh, Gerald and Elena Flores okay. from Taco Gear and So, so Bonita. Mm -hmm. And they're crazy talented uh, themselves and their brands are huge, 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 huge. And so I'd love to do something with them. Garrett Holes of Holes Design. Yep. He's out of San Antonio. He, I believe he's from Corpus, and mm -hmm. so he's also insanely talented. And there's just a lot of graphic designers here in town that, that 
just ooze creativity yeah, absolutely and ooze true. talent, man. And, and I think anytime we can push that up, mm-hmm. uh, I'm all for it. So yeah, absolutely. There's some people that I want to work with. That'd be a lot of fun. Do you see yeah. it also going into kind of wholesale where you're stocked in stores? And oh, man. <laughs> am, yeah, I, man. am I dreaming beyond what no, you've gotten dude, for No, dude, no. I love it, man. Absolutely. You know, wherever, okay. wherever we can take it, I, I want to push it there. Okay. You know, I, um, I think when you have an idea that you're really passionate about, you really need to give it a big push. Mm-hmm. You know, try it out, man. And I would, I admit, I have actually met someone the other day, a um, uh, 20-year-old uh, bartender who travels a lot, mm-hmm. and they are going to live on a sailboat for the next year. And, to be 20 and be able to do that. Oh man! <laughs> and it was so funny because I said the same thing. I said, "Man, right. enjoy your 20s." And, and they looked at me and they said, you know, I just, this is just my life. Like I just, right. I want to soak it all up, you know, and good for them. And I just, I want to live the life that I want to live and have fun and enjoy it mm-hmm. and not be 50 and look back and be like, oh, you know, what could have. Right. And right. I think it's important to have s- some stability, but I think you should go for it. It sounds cheesy, but man, go for it. Like if you're, right. if you're able to, and, and when I mean that is like, if you're, if you're single, no kids, absolutely. You know that being said, if you're married and have kids, you can still do something as well. It, it's it's a little more work, but you can absolutely still go for it when you're when you have a family uh, when you have a family attached to you, attached to it. So how do you manage your time then between your, uh, I'll call it your real job, yeah. <laughs> as the logistics development manager, yeah. <laughs> and your job with Somewhere Texas, and your job with Comic Con, and then you know the most important jobs you have as husband and dad, yeah. how do you manage your schedule to work all of these um, demanding programs into your life? I'm a vampire and I don't sleep. Okay. That's it. That I, don't, just, I don't ever sleep. That's a special gift. Is that what happens when you're born on, on Christmas Eve? Yeah, you turn into a, 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 a Christmas vampire, okay. right? Uh, yeah, I just, you know, it's it can be difficult, mm-hmm. but I make sure to spend as much time with my family as I can. I, I love my wife. I love being a husband. I love being a father. I'm not, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm a good father and I'm confident. My son is obviously with me right now, my right. oldest. I love them, man. They are, they're my life, and they make it possible. They help feed my creative juices because I wanna, I wanna create a world or create a small piece of a world that I can give to them that they enjoy. And I, uh, I just, I try to balance it, and I have a very supportive wife I have a very accommodating wife. We have very supportive in-laws. My parents are very supportive, so we really have a uh, we have a really good support mm-hmm. system, and everybody chips in, and it's it, it works, man. It works. It works, and you know we we put in a lot of hours. We put in a lot of work, but we love doing it. So we make it work. Well, that's awesome. So speaking of making it work, how did Comic Con come into existence and? Are you, a, are you a guy who grew up with stacks and stacks of comic books all over your house and you just couldn't wait to meet Spider-Man and Superman and the Power Rangers and all the X-Men yeah. and all the kind of stuff? Or were you someone who, like me, kind of dabbled in some comics, maybe had a more of a collectibles thing? I love baseball cards and whatnot. Yeah. Or are you someone that just said, you know what, I want to meet a bunch of cool celebrities, so I'm going to start this, pro- this whole show down here in Corpus and bring people to town? Yeah, man, it was kind of a, a lot of those things. And so 
I, you know, I had comics when I was younger, uh, but I wasn't like a huge comic book guy. Okay. But I loved the Ninja Turtle movies when I was little. I saw all of them in a movie theater. Okay. The Michael Keaton Batman movies. Sure. Uh, even the Val, Kilmer, Val Kil- Kilmer and George Clooney. The, the darker era. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah that, that crazy era, right? Uh-huh. And I've always just been immersed in it, man. Transformers, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's just a f- part of the fabric of who I am. Okay. And so with the Comic-Con, I had been going to Comic-Cons, and we went back in 2016. I only had my oldest at the time. And so we went, and we had a blast. And we were at a, a toy show here in Corpus that we went to, and I was like, man, why isn't there a Comic-Con here? And I asked my wife, hey, what do you think about this? She was like, yeah, let's do it. I, reached, <laughs> I immediately reached out uh-huh. to, to two friends of mine, uh, okay. Ryan Rommel and John Garcia. I said, hey, man, I have this idea. Let's, you want to do this? And they came on, and they became my partners, and us three founded and started the Corpus Christi Comic-Con. What was founding a Comic Con like? Is it is there like a governing body of Comic Cons <laughs> that you have to go and pay homage to and say, hey, we want to do it? Will you bless us, or is it yeah, just right. <laughs> you know get a cool design and invite some people and go for it? Yeah, well, you know, so John, Ryan, uh, and myself, you know, we kind of came together and we, uh, you know, Ryan is very uh, Ryan Romel. He's very business savvy. Okay, he's the same age as my wife. But I always tell people he's got like a 50-year-old mind. The dude is just mm-hmm. super intelligent. He has a, uh, a computer business. Uh, he actually works with me in my full-time okay. job. That's where I know him from. And so he's become a, a, a dear friend. And I've always sought financial advice mm-hmm. from him, business advice. And he knows that part of the, of the business inside and out. And so he's like our business advisor. John... He worked with a Comic-Con for four years. And so his rapport with vendors and sure. agencies yeah. was awesome. And I was kind of like the social media guy. Mm-hmm. I know how to talk to people. I used to put on, I used to work with a radio station and we put on concerts and okay. I did stand-up comedy for four years. And so I would put on comedy shows. And so I've had experience on that mm-hmm. end. And we just kind of came together and with our powers combined, uh, <laughs> you know, we created the, the Comic-Con. And, it's been fun, man. We've had two years. We have had two years, two successful years. We're okay. going into our third, which is this coming weekend, and uh, it's it's been great, man. And we created a business around mm-hmm. it. So we started High Tide Events, which is a parent company of the Corbis Christie Comic Con. Okay. And because we want to do other events, we want to grow the business. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, man, that's kind of it in, in in a nutshell. So what were what were some of the challenges with getting the first one going? Were were you challenged? I'm assuming, you know, finding all the people to come to it and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But were there other logistical challenges that y'all faced that you had to overcome to get the first one off the ground? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I knew that, I knew, well, I had a huge feeling that the majority of people know what a Comic-Con is, right? A comic convention. I, I felt that with the name Corpus Christi Comic-Con, that people were going to go because of that. So we had to create a fun show. Okay. And so Ryan, John, and myself, we just brainstormed and about who we wanted to bring. We had to get the right vendors here because that was our initial capital to put the show on. Okay. But, I mean, really, man, it was just kind of a gamble, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it worked out. And we had a lot of people who helped out. 
uh, our family and friends. We have a very small staff made up of family and friends. We put so much time and effort and work into it that we were able to make it work and make it a success. And yeah, the the weekend of the show, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I probably had about six hours of sleep oh first year. Because yeah, it was just I was at Walmart. Uh, Friday night, Saturday morning at three in the morning, getting extension cords, <laughs> and it was just that, you probably could have found some characters at Walmart at oh, three o'clock yeah, in the morning yeah, that could have uh, appeared at Comic Con. Uh, no one, uh, no, no, they weren't famous. Absolutely, you know, and you know, I, I went to bed at three thirty, had to be up in about three hours, mm. and so it was it was wild, man. It was just you know, pants on fire. Sure. And so it was it was fun, man. And, we learned and we went into second year and we, you know, fine tuned some things and that's every year. We, we figured out, we figured out what didn't work the year before, we fixed it the following year. And even before when we were doing homework, going to other shows around Texas, what I personally looked for is what they were doing that wasn't working and what they were doing that did work. Okay. And I was like, hey, that's a good idea. I'd like to do something like that. Or, hey, that's a bad idea. I don't want to do right. that or I want to fix it. You know, so like one thing that, that stood out to me is that we were at a show, I won't say where, but their volunteers weren't, I don't feel like they were given the right tools. Okay. A lot of them didn't know where anything was. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've always been taught that if you don't know something, if you're in customer service and you don't know an answer, you say, you know what? I don't know, but let me find that out. Right, absolutely. It's never, ah, I don't know. Bye. You know, right, exactly. you know what I mean? So it's exactly. like, and so with, with our volunteers, what I said, what, what we all made sure was a requirement is that, you know, if you need to know your stuff, but if you don't know, get the answer. Mm -hmm. Grab that person by the arm that you're helping and guide them. Sure. You know, make sure that they're left with an answer, mm -hmm. that when you leave them, that they have the answer they didn't have before. And so we've given them the tools. We have a, va uh, we have a great volunteer coordinator we have a great volunteer staff that, that are able to help them and we try to give them all the tools they need to educate the attendees. Because when you're dealing with thousands of people, man, they don't want to have to walk around nope. wondering where things are. Right. You know, you want to make the experience great from start to finish. Mm -hmm. And that is one of our main goals. So where is it hosted this year? This year we're at the American Bank Center. Okay. So I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, about being there, uh, it's near the water. Corpus mm -hmm. is beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. Right on the water, uh, it's a great, there's some great views mm -hmm. from the venue. And so I'm super happy to be there. Who are you excited about coming to Comic-Con this year? Oh man. Um, I mean, the answer is everybody <laughs> since you run the show. Yeah, that. yeah. But are there, are there particular guests that are coming this year that you've kind of had your eye on for three plus years. Hey, I really oh, yeah. want to get her. I really want to get him at the show. Yeah. So one of those uh, would be Chris Sullivan. Okay. Who most people might know him from a show on NBC called This Is Us. Okay. He plays the character Toby. He's super great on that show. And I wanted him since year one. Uh, and we weren't able, scheduling conflicts and whatnot. And we were able to get him this year, but the way he ties into Comic-Con is he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, okay. uh, volume two. He played Taserface. Uh, and if you've seen the movie, his, his scene is hilarious. It's so funny, because it kind of pokes fun at the hilarity of the name, Taserface. Okay. And uh, he was great in it. 
and he was also in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. He's in, he was in a movie called Morgan, which was really cool, like a cool sci-fi movie. Yeah. Uh, he was in a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, I believe. Okay. Uh, he was also, I found out, he was the voice of the camel from the Geico, Geico commercials. Oh, really? the, the hump day, guess <laughs> right. what day it is. That's right. That's him. No He's the way. voice of that camel. Oh, that's great. So that was super, super funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're having him also from Guardians of the Galaxy, Sean Gunn, who okay. is James Gunn's brother. And we have Barry Williams from the mm-hmm. Brady Bunch. Uh, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Brady Bunch. Boy, that's awesome. And, and talk about a show that has spanned decades and generations of people. My nine-year-old watches the Brady Bunch with my grandmother. I mean, with his grandmother. Having new new generations exposed to sure. that, it's great. And it was a great show. We have a couple of Power Rangers. Who doesn't love Power Rangers? We have uh, the original Black Ranger and the second original uh, Yellow Ranger. Okay. Uh, Karen Ashley, Walter Jones. We also have my favorite show of all time is The Office. Absolutely. I've been on record for years <laughs> saying this. I, I love this show and I'm part of a, of a couple of uh, fan pages on Facebook okay. where we just quote The Office and share Office sure. memes every day. But we have Oscar and Stanley from the show. Oh, so Oscar, awesome. Oscar Nunez mm-hmm. and Leslie David Baker uh, will be at the Comic-Con this year. And, I'm going to try to not cry when I meet them. <laughs> I'm not totally fanboy. You know, it's, it's so funny because anytime I meet someone that, that I'm a huge fan of, I have in my mind what I want to say. Sure. What I want to say is, hey, I'm Daniel. I'm a big fan. Great to meet you. Right. Thank you for creating the art that you created. Something along those lines. That's what I want to say. <laughs> what I end up saying is like, oh my gosh, man, I am a huge fan. Right. You were the thing and the show is, I'm yes. crying, you're great. And I'm a, I'm a big mess. Yes. And so that's what comes out. <laughs> and so I try not to do that at the show that I'm a part uh-huh. of. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, so we have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just, we have a great life with Dean Kane. Really? Yes, Dean Kane, awesome. such a great, great guy. He, uh, Adventures of Lois and Clark, mm-hmm. Superman. Right. And we have him. Uh, he'll be there on Sunday. And he just has a great history. Uh, and he's such a Comic-Con favorite. Mm-hmm. I've seen him at other shows before. And the dude just kills it. Yeah, okay. I mean, his booth is slammed. People love him. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have some for the Trekkies. My aunt is a gigantic Star, uh, Star Trek fan. Okay. My wife and I just got into Star Trek. So when it, when it came out when I was a child, children can't be into it because it's they're so... There's some deep, profound right. storylines that you just don't get as a kid. Sure. You don't know what love is or, right, right. you know, these emotions. And so I started watching it literally about a year ago, and I was enamored. It sure. was just—there are some great episodes. And so we have Dr. Beverly Crusher okay. and, and Worf, uh, Gates McFadden and Michael mm-hmm. Dorn from, from Star Trek. And so we have them, and the awesome. response to them has been has been— Tremendous, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we have a great with some voice actors. We have some uh, great artists, so it's going to be a fun show, man. Do you feel like shows on Netflix that are coming out, like how, how Netflix does the various series of the Marvel shows, how they've done Stranger Things, and I'm I'll say Amazon the same thing. Who yeah. they've all kind of picked up a lot of these shows that are Stranger Things. Obviously, isn't based on a on a series, either the graphic novels or books or comics, but these more. Um, sci-fi type shows are gaining such massive popularity right now. Do you see them driving folks to the Comic-Cons? Absolutely, man. I think that 
these shows breathed life into the Comic-Con world. Okay. Comic-Cons for the past five, seven, eight years have become mainstream popularity. Okay. And everyone wants to go. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the majority of people know what a Comic-Con is. And I think shows like this have, have, helped, have helped that because they're great. You know, anytime you have a great sci-fi or, or any type of really good show that people binge watch and consume right, and, right. you know, we're quoting it and have our favorite characters and we're having mm -hmm. parties themed around this show. It's fun, man. It, it's a lot of fun and it brings, it brings people together. You know, when you have watch parties, a friend of mine, Celeste, a friend of mine, Celeste, she actually will have watch parties where she'll have finger foods mm -hmm. based off the show. Oh, wow. She'll have a costume, That's a lot of work. <laughs> she'll have a costume contest. And, and uh, oh. so she really goes all out. And I think it's great, man. It's, mm -hmm. it's a sense of community. It's a, it's a sense of camaraderie. And it's all in the name of a fandom. You know, and yeah. I, I love it. And that's what the Comic-Con world is. Mm -hmm. Just a big, giant fandom that celebrates many of them. Sure. What, is a, what have you found the reception like for Comic-Con and Corpus? Have you found it to be at expectations, exceed expectations, or still working on getting up to expectations? The response has been great. Every year, it gets bigger and bigger. Okay. The city has really supported us. Mm -hmm. Lots of businesses have supported us. I mean, with just our sponsors this year, I mean, one of our sponsors, the Corpus Christi Hooks, Dave & Buster's, Alamo Draft House, C101, Big Night of 3.9, Waves Resort, Lorelei Brewery. These sponsors, man, are just, they're great, they're big, mm -hmm. and they see the vision, uh, and they want to be a part of it, man. And you bet. Even the community that has supported us, and families and podcasts and and just all these things man and it really man it, it's really humbling because you know i just i just want to have fun mm -hmm. i have a family and i want to create a family friendly event you and bet. you know that people can take their kids to mm -hmm. and have fun you know and not worry about certain adult themes or whatever you sure. know and i like going to sporting games but you always worry about that one guy who's had a little too much, right, right. who's angry at the player, or angry at the umpire, yep. and so those things you gotta do. Yeah, gotta explain he, to your kids exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little colorful, right? And, right. Yeah, then you gotta you got your nine year old asking, Dad, what's this? And right. I'm like, eh, yeah, you probably don't want to say that. That's right. Obviously, you know you can't shield your kids off from everything, but I think with you know in the Comic Con world, it exposes them to art. Yeah. It exposes them to fandoms and culture that they're into and. It's fun, man. They get to dress up. They get to wear their costumes, and sure, it's 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 such a, a great experience, man. And, and I love it. I love it. It's you know, you know, my uh, my oldest has been helping out, and as he gets older, you know, he wants to help out more. And, awesome. And it's fun, man. I, I I get to bring him with me and do all these fun things. So it's cool. I benefit from it, sure, just as much as him. So. So with your family in Corpus, are there are there other particular things you love to do with your family here? Yeah, so we love to eat. Okay. I love to eat maybe too much. Well, so we no, all... this is a no judgment zone. <laughs> so we, we love to eat. Uh -huh. We love going to the movies. We love going to the park. Just kind of those things. But anytime there's like an art walk here, we yeah. try to go to it. I lived downtown for a year, and that was super fun. Super, super cool. And so we always try to go to the local events. <laughs> movies in the park or or anything like that man and, and just kind of have fun 
we always love trying new restaurants. Mm -hmm. Even this the, this place here, what it's called, the Sushi Room, uh, I've never been and it's excellent. It's excellent, awesome. super cute. Mm -hmm. The poke bowl you recommended was tremendous. And so, yeah, stuff like that, man. It's just, we. I want to expose my kids just to as much culture as possible and yeah. push them in whatever they're passionate mm -hmm. for. Not too much, but I think it's about finding that balance. My son, my oldest, loves music. Mm -hmm. Loves playing the drums. Awesome. He loves drawing, and that's great. And and I want to push it. My mm -hmm. mom, I did theater in high school, and my mom really pushed me there. I did band, and mm -hmm. and uh, it was fun, man. And I think it helped me in being who I am today. And I did sure. I did stand up comedy for four years, and that was fun, man. And and <laughs> and so it it was different. Uh -huh. And uh, I think a lot of that shapes shapes who you are, and uh, giving them a foundation and. You know, we're, we're all involved in our church, and I think obviously that is a solid foundation mm -hmm. as well. But yeah, man, anytime we can do something, and or sometimes have family movie night, just right. lounge and make s'mores and eat way too many, eat way too much popcorn. Uh, I think that's, always good night. that's fun as well. So, well, thank you so much for taking time to come awesome, on the show. Man. I really appreciate it. This, this is a blast. This is a blast. Thank, thank you for having me. It's really fun to visit with a Corpus native who is so passionate about building new projects here in town. We are fortunate that Daniel and his partners have been willing to put in the legwork and shoulder the risk of creating these opportunities for us. You can follow ComicCon on Instagram at cctxcomiccon and Somewhere Texas Apparel at Somewhere Texas Apparel. You can also follow Daniel's wife Megan's photography business at Megan Benavidez Photo and that's M-E-A-G-A-N. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, too, at Echo Corpus. Thank you to our infrastructure partners, the Sound Guys, Clint Tucker Homes, and Sawyer Audiology. And thank you for taking time to listen.